0: Well, hello, welcome to the Anthem Daily podcast. My name is Bert Alcorn. Today is Friday, June twelfth. If you are just joining us, uh, a couple days ago we started off a podcast series, uh, really trying to understand how do we see all of the, the the cultural moments around us in our time in our place through the lens of the gospel, and really just starting with this premise: like, what if our bias was not actually left? Right, uh, was not Democrat, Republican, was not anti-vax, pro-vax, anti-mask, pro whatever. But it was actually righteousness. What if our only bias was the righteousness of of Jesus and the life that He gives us, and and so from that stem, like, well, how do we actually see this time in this place through the lens of that bias? And that's with being changed by the gospel. And so we looked at what is the gospel. And after looking at what is the gospel, we are in the middle uh, of this uh, kind of po- run of episodes. where We're just unpacking. So then what does a gospel centered person actually look like? What what does it look like to be wholly formed and transformed by the gospel of Jesus? And yesterday we started with the very first one was that a gospel centered person is someone who has a deep Joy in Jesus, a jo- not happiness, a deep joy, joy that doesn't ride on circumstances, but a joy that's fixed in the work of Christ. Today is the second marker of a gospel-centered person, and that marker is that they love people. They love a gospel-centered person loves people. Matthew chapter twenty-two verse thirty-four. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, he being Jesus, silenced them with his astounding wit and wisdom, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Verse 36, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love your Lord with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depends all the law and the prophets, or that's his way of saying the entire Old Testament, the entire scripture as they had it in their time and place. And Jesus does this um, brilliant ninja move where they're trying to trap him with saying, "What's what's the best law? You know, there's hundreds of the mosaic laws and then all the rabbinic laws and everything like that. And he comes back and says, it's actually not one, it's two. And it's love God with everything that you have and everything that you are and love your neighbor as yourself. And to Jesus, all of what it means to follow God is summed up like this. Love God, love people. They ask, what's the one most important thing? And Jesus says, I'll give you two because they're linked Jesus knows their link. Jesus knows you can't do one without the other. In the uh, the letter of 1 John, John writes this in chapter 4, verse 7 Beloved, let us love one another. For love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. So if you love one another, that's evidence that you have been born in God and that you know God. Verse 20 and 21, he takes it a step further. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from Him: whoever loves God must also loves his brother. Right? This is a, this is a, a a simple illustration here. He's like, if you can't love the person right in front of you, how can you love God, who you don't see? If you don't love people, John says, you you don't love God. But it's hard to to love people, right? Why? Well, because people suck. (laughs) Right? Because people are hard. They're frustrating. No one's perfect. We're all broken. And that's why loving people is hard. But what really helps us with this problem is realizing that we are people too. Which means... You are just as bad as everybody else around you. Everyone that you hate, everyone you despise, you're just as bad. I'm just as bad as all the people that annoy me and frustrate me and the people that drive me crazy. Here's the thing, though. Religion creates Niceness, this facade of fakeness, and where it's easy to, to love the people who are like you, and, and you can kind of ignore the people who you don't like. But the gospel of Jesus creates love a, a love that's truly gracious, seeing people, not, a, not as projects, not as problems, not as annoyances, but people loved and made in the image of the God of the universe. See, God's love for all people kills our self-righteousness that we're better than other people. God's love is not based on on your rightness or my rightness, your works or my works, your actions or my actions. His love is based on himself. and, And it's based on the work of Christ that has brought us near to him. God's people are lovers of people Because we cannot separate the love for God with our love for people. And and often, even our love for God gets expressed in our love for others. So often in the the Bible, (laughs) the biblical writers say, hey, one of the ways you can love God is to actually love other people really well. One of the ways you can serve God is to serve other people. One of the ways you can be generous to God, who's been generous with you, is to be generous with other people. See see whatever action that we're we're looking to to move towards God in and, and response and worship, the biblical writers have a tendency to turn that around and say, cool, that that's awesome. You want to be generous with God with your money, you want to um uh you know love God really well, you want to serve God really well, cool, cool. How how are you doing with with that for other people? And to use the language of John, you can't do with God to God who you haven't seen that you're not doing to other people. And I love how, how first Peter puts it in first Peter chapter four, just this beautiful one liner. And he says, above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. And Paul in his letter to the Corinthians says, you know, faith, hope, love, but love is the most important. And it is because this relationship of loving people and loving God is there. They're they're inextricably linked. Jesus says you can't love God without loving people. That's why the the most important commandment is to love God and love your neighbor together. A gospel-centered person loves people. This is hard because people are rough, right? People are frustrating. They're annoying. They're wrong. But you're people too. And remembering that God's love was not based on your actions or your rightness, but actually on himself, which means we can love freely because even how we love other people, we're not affirming everything they do. We're not saying, oh, I don't actually uh, have problems with you. I'm not actually frustrated or annoyed with you, but it's saying like "My, my love for you is not dependent on those things. It's dependent on the finished work of Jesus because that's how love has moved towards us. Okay, so here's where the rubber meets the road. Some next steps. Who's the hardest person in your life to love right now? Write their name down. Put it in a note in your phone, your your notebook or whatever. Who's the hardest person in your life to love right now? How will you love them this week? How will you show them love this week? To quote John, if anyone says I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. I don't want to be a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. What does it look like to move towards someone in your life for whom it's hardest to love, to move towards them in love, not because everything is fixed, resolved, not because they're not annoying or not frustrated, but because God has moved towards you already. That's it for another episode of the Anthem Daily Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. No, today is Friday. Oh, man, I should really edit this out, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Really do appreciate it. Um, Today is Friday, which means uh, there's a new episode coming on Monday, not over the weekend. And this is Bert's weekly reminder to uh, be engaged and be a part of your local church community. Uh, Wherever you are at, um, join in. No matter what your church is doing together right now, join in in some way. This is the easiest and hardest time to ever attend church on a Sunday. And I want to check challenge and push you towards being involved in your local church. And so blessings on you for this weekend. And we'll be back Monday with another episode of the Anthem Daily Podcast.